1: My name is Adam Homie, I am your host, and I am honored by your wise wise decision to tune in and invest in yourself today. I'm joined by our co-host, Princess Alessandra Francesca, who likes to roam around in front of the camera but doesn't like to be held very much. It's gotten to the point where she knows to appear at this juncture so that I can introduce her. She's also in the credits if you're watching this on our website or on our companion YouTube video channel. The Brilliant Plus Passion Project is all about highlighting folks who make the world a better place by being part of it and by their contributions to it. And I am so honored today to feature somebody who's been a friend of mine for a long time, who's been a guest on my other podcast, The Business Creators Radio Show, and is certainly somebody that you will enjoy learning from. His name is David Brown. There's a good chance you've seen him around the social media beat because he's pretty much everywhere. He's known as the Business Plan Answer Man, and he's going to tell us more about it. He's been in doing this for about 35 years now, and I'm familiar with his tactics. I'm familiar with his strategy. I'm familiar with his model, and he's going to tell us a bit about it. So, David Brown, it's always a pleasure to speak with you.
2: Uh, same here, Adam. I, I always enjoy getting a chance to uh, come together and uh, share some ideas.
1: All right. So let's let's kick right off. How does the work you do make the world a better place for your clients, customers, and the world at large?
2: Well, I help them realize their dream of starting a business, making sure that uh, what they have as an idea is feasible and how we go about moving it forward. And so that way they're ready to go. They've got everything documented and a path to follow.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I know what a business plan is, obviously, but tell us in your own words, what is it that you actually do? What is it that you actually offer?
2: Well, a lot of my people have this great idea in their head for a business. And so we right. try to figure out how do we take that plan from here, put it down on paper. Then the next step of that is how do we go about implementing the plan we just created? Yeah. So we walk through all of the steps to document that plan, that idea And then moving forward, because there's so many moving parts when we start a business to make sure that everybody has that track to follow. So it just creates a map is the easiest way to do it. Just like going on vacation, we have a map where we're going. Business is no different.
1: Yeah, so you're famed for the one-page business plan. Now, I remember when I was in MBA school, uh, two of my classes involved creating business plans, and these were basically books. But you have it condensed down to one page. How does that work?
2: Well, I've found some templates that I like to use and created, modified it to where uh, I'm comfortable. But I use a little bit of both, you know, traditional business plan, as you mentioned, down to one page. It just depends on the need of the business. Uh, I've seen business plans on cocktail napkins. I wouldn't recommend uh-huh. it, but I've seen them. Right. Uh, it's just a matter of what they need. And sometimes because it's just us, we're not seeking finance. We can get by with some detail
1: on a page. Exactly. Exactly. In your experience, David, what are a few of the most common questions, like the FAQs that people have when they're checking you out and make, working toward their decision toward working with you?
2: Well, one of the things is a uh, big question I get is, why do I need a business plan? I know how to run a business. Okay. All right, well, the response for that is we're bombarded daily by over 5,000 marketing messages. On top of that, we have all these internal thoughts going. And uh, for me, if I had to depend on what's in my head, I wouldn't have anything. Because there's days I'm brain dead because of everything coming through. Sure. So having it written down for any business, uh, it just increases your chances of success. And then the next one I hear a lot is... uh, is there any type of business that shouldn't have one? And that's the quick answer is no. Uh, whether it's just you and your short term or you're going in for financing, either one of those would uh, preclude having a business plan. You need to have it in writing.
1: What are a couple questions you wish people would ask?
2: Well, I wish they'd ask about my background with the business and
0: mm-hmm.
2: how I got involved with the business planning. Um, and it stems back to you know 35 plus years as an entrepreneur and business owner that I've learned to create the pieces. And then when I was working with some newer agents, they says, "Oh, you should be teaching this." And then the light bulb went off, and here I am today, yeah. changed careers uh, many years ago, and so we moved it forward. But and then the other one is, what kind of outcome are we going to have? What am I going to get when we're done working together? Well, you know, we're going to be working together for a while. It's just we're going to have that plan of the business, and then we're going to have an action plan to implement it. And then I'll keep in touch just to see what's going on, how you're doing, any questions? And I'd like to move them forward. So I like those are the two biggest ones I wish they'd ask more of.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So now we're going to shift gears a little bit. And this is where we get to have some fun and discover more about David Brown, the man. First question in this section What would people who know you? be surprised to learn about you.
2: Well, not many people know that uh, I actually am ordained. Okay. There's a story that goes behind that is um, I was relaxing one night on the deck a few years back, and my daughter and her friend were over and says, hey, he says, you need to get ordained like your brother so that you can do her best friend's wedding. So I'm sitting out there with my laptop, and I Googled uh, ordained, all the list popped up. I went in, typed one, filled it in, and autoresponder says you're now ordained.
1: Well, congratulations, it's Reverend so Brown. I,
2: so I've done a few weddings since then. So it's
1: yeah, <laughs> it's a lot nice. of fun. Well, you know, I'm in Las Vegas, known to some as the hottest city in America, and around these parts, you can get a wedding through the drive-through, officiated by none other than Elvis. Yeah. Yeah, so well, uh, you know,
2: I've, I've got to officiate my daughter's own wedding, too, so
1: right. that three, was three, very
2: special yeah. to me.
1: The reason I bring that up is actually because I find this story remarkable. And, you know, for folks who want to have a different type of meaning for their nuptials, that they can have someone like you be the officiant. Uh, you just mentioned that your daughter had you officiate her wedding. Uh, I mean, we've seen these models for what weddings are supposed to be, but I think that's just uniquely beautiful that uh, that you had the opportunity to be involved at that level in your daughter's wedding, and uh, not a lot of guys get that opportunity.
2: No, I was I was very touched, and they had it in a uh, botanical gardens.
1: Yeah, you know, wow, and that's so even better. That yeah,
2: traditional weddings, so we were outside in a beautiful weather, and uh, you know, got to do that wedding, and like I say, then her best friend was the first one I I did, and. Mm -hmm. Uh, it was kind of, it was something unique I'd never done before, but I enjoy it. So it's something that I continue to do when, when called upon.
1: Yeah. Great. What do you hope people say about you when you're not around to hear it?
2: Well, hopefully it's all good things, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, I would just say that, you know, he was a caring person that believed in helping people and giving back to the community. Um, I'm involved in many different avenues around the community and in, doing different things and learning along my way. But uh, that would be the biggest thing that, you know, I cared about people and it was all about them and not about
1: me. Yeah. What famous, oh, I'm skipping ahead here. Number seven, if you could go back in time and change one thing you've done, one thing you've seen, one thing you've experienced, what would it be and why?
2: Well, I I thought hard and long about, you know, this topic over the years and, uh, there's a lot of things that you know. we all say we wish we'd have done different. Well, the biggest thing for me was early in my career would have been uh, a different mindset uh, because I was my own worst enemy uh, early on in, as a business owner and entrepreneur that I couldn't get out of my own way. And I had a, a more leaning towards the negative attitude than the positive. And for everything I've learned, I've learned more in the last... 10, 12 years since I retired from insurance than I had that 25 years prior, but I have a different mindset just because that positive uh, focus takes you so much farther than sitting back and mm-hmm. complaining about this and complain about that, which,
1: you yeah. uh, know, let say we're all guilty of. Right, right, right. All right. So what famous person alive or dead would you like to meet? And if you had the opportunity, what question would you have for them?
2: Oh, famous. It has to be famous. Okay. Uh, I would look back probably to Abraham Lincoln because he was a okay. great unifier. And he brought a lot, you know, the country together at that time with all the turmoil that was going on. And I think in this day and age, uh, being able to unify people instead of everybody mad at everybody and fighting mm-hmm. them. I just think that uh, his take on how we could come out better in the end would, would be very interesting to learn.
1: Yeah. I think, uh, And I think it's for those who've studied Lincoln, it's not quite the cut and dried story that they tell in third grade history class. But the real story of how he arrived at where he ended up in terms of his actions as president of the United States is an even more fascinating story and to me, tells more about the innate good of the human character. What would also be interesting to me if I had the chance to sit down with Honest Abe. Is that man like cats as much as I do? We would have some great conversations about our cats.
2: Just stay away from the theater.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> but I think that uh, you know how we rose from the poverty to the president of the United States is it would be an incredible story all by yeah.
1: itself. Yeah. He, yeah. He's one of the few actual self-made men to become president uh i mean yeah in that little town that he was born in his father was considered a big fish in a small pond but that pond was basically a pothole mm-hmm. so he i mean he truly did rise from basically nothing all the way to the presidency of the united states and that is quite a walk so what motivates and inspires you to keep going when you're having a tough time or facing a challenge
2: no that's a fairly easy one um uh, i have uh my best supporter my which is my wife yeah Uh, You know, she's there. She's my cheerleader, best friend. We've been together for many years and uh, went through a lot of experiences, good, bad, sickness, health, you name it, all the way through the vials. But she's not afraid to be my chief boot trainer, as it were, one across the backside if I don't, if I get down. Because I tend to do that once in a while ever since I've had a big health issues. Uh And so she just kicks me in the backside, you know keep going, keep going, you can do this, and cheers me on. And uh, I I wouldn't be where I am today without her.
1: You know, I've seen you post so much on Facebook, and I think on LinkedIn as well, about your wife, your family, and just through some of the comments we've had through this interview, I can tell that uh, family is something that's very important to you. It's your anchor, and it's your rock.
2: Yes, uh, you know, we, we use that to focus, that you know, I'm doing this to make sure that Uh, they can have the life that they want and very happy to see all three of uh, our kids
1: be at that level of success. And so it's, it's a good feeling. Absolutely. So in a moment, I know you have an invitation for our listeners. In fact, you have a gift for our listeners and I'm going to share that with them for you. But in general, what is one action or one thing you would want our listeners to do as soon as they finish streaming this within the next minute or two,
2: well, I would say the first thing is if you haven't written a business plan for your business, to sit down and do that, even if it's a very short description, who, what, where, how, and, and why. But the other one, if you have a plan, pull it out, review it. Chances are you haven't reviewed it in a while. That seems to be the common denominator I run into. Oh, I got it. It's over here collecting dust someplace.
1: Uh uh-huh. So yeah. if
2: you haven't got one, create it. If you have one,
1: review it. You know, it's funny. I'll just tell 30 seconds, brief personal anecdote about this. Uh, you know, I'm closing in on the two-year mark since we launched the podcast Reach System. And we're now at the point where we're going back to the foundations of the Reach System. We're creating other Reach Systems. And the strateg- strategization for the next steps in expanding that brand horizontally, I'm writing down some of these ideas, concepts, things we want to do. And I went back and looked at my podcast reach system notes when I designed that model almost two years ago. And some of these things I'm just thinking of now, well, I thought of them two years ago. But the thing took off so quickly, we just didn't cover all those steps. So what's what's great about your system is it allows somebody without having to overanalyze it to capture those things that are so essential and give them that anchor point that they can go back to later on When they're looking to either adjust their course or plot the next leg of their journey, with that I have your gift for our audience. For those who are watching this on our companion YouTube channel or on our website, the you can see it on your screen right now. Otherwise, in the show notes, and I'm going to say it out loud: it's www.businessplananswerman.com. That's www.businessplan answerman.com. And when you visit that webpage, what you're going to get is the opportunity to claim your free copy of David Brown's book, which is called How to Create a Business Plan Lenders Will Love. And you also get chapter one uh, from another book, which is called From the Bottom Up. is And that's another uh, book that uh, actually David was a contributor to. I um, should know, you know, Dave, I think it was that was your book, wasn't it? From it was my first up. book, yes. Exactly. From the Bottom Up, which is the ultimate guide for business planning to profitability. So here you have two great resources that are focused on helping you chart the fastest path to the cash. So again, that's www.businessplananswerman.com. Go check it out today. And with that, David Brown, thank you so much for being with us. It has been an honor and believe me in education.
2: Thank you, Adam. I appreciate the opportunity.